got Triple B's in the building. Big baller brand supports the NBA buzz and the inside buzz. We with you, man. Triple B style. Los Angeles Clippers guard Xavier Moon. Yes, you heard that right. Is back again on Inside Buzz for episode 35 to update us on his journey to the NBA since we spoke a month ago on December 23rd, 2021. Here we are in mid-January and Xavier has made the league on three 10-day contracts and he's fighting for a fourth or a fully guaranteed deal right now. Since his first 10-day in late December, he's made an impact for the Clippers and has really been a spark off their bench. Xavier has appeared in six games for the Clippers all off the bench, averaging 5.5 points per game and 1.7 assists per game in 13.8 minutes per game. His debut came against the Brooklyn Nets on December 27th, where he splashed in a mid-range jumper in the first minute of his appearance. He had his best game against Minnesota on January 3rd, with 13 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, and 4 steals on 6-13 off the bench. He also had 10 points a couple of days later against the New Orleans Pelicans. Xavier's dreams came true, and now he's fighting for a guaranteed contract with the Clippers. All signs are pointing up though, as it's not common for a player to get 3 10-day contracts. That means he's been proving himself and helping the team, and the next step is usually a fully guaranteed contract. Xavier, I'm so happy to have you back on here on Inside Buzz a month after our last episode. Here we are, episode 35. How's everything going? Man, everything is going amazing, man. Uh, been a lot going on this last month since we talked, um, but I'm enjoying every moment of it. Last time we spoke about you getting into the league, here we are a month later, those call-ups happened on your third 10-day contract. Just go through the last month for me and how surreal it's been for you. Man, uh, I went home, ended up going home uh, December 22nd. Um, so I was probably at home a day, maybe two, um, before I ended up getting a call-up from the president of the Clippers um, Christmas Eve. Um, so I ended up flying back to L.A. Uh, Christmas morning, and then I've been with the Clippers ever since then. So it's been a it's been a real surreal moment for me. Um, obviously, been working to get here for so long, and then finally getting that opportunity. So, uh, like I said, man, I just been enjoying every moment of it. So you're at home when you got the call. How'd your family react? How'd your uncle Jamario react to to the news of you getting the call? <laughs> uh, actually, Jamario was the first person I called, um, and I was like, man, I just got a ten day, and he was like, quit playing. I was like, bro, I just got a ten day with the Clippers. <laughs> and he, Started screaming, going crazy. Um, and then once I got home to tell my mom, um, she was like in the kitchen getting ready to cook something. And I sat my phone down and my uncle was on the phone and he was like, all right, tell her, tell her the news. And she was like, tell me what? And so I tapped her on the shoulder. I was like, I just got a 10 day. Yeah. And I saw a couple of days before our interview, you returned home for Christmas, I believe. And your family was going nuts just to see you. So that news, I'm sure, through the town was all over the place. So that's incredible. Tell me about your first game against the Brooklyn Nets. You you check in, immediately get to the hoop, and score on a mid-range shot. Tell me about that day, say, game day, leading up to it in the locker room with the new teammates, and then checking in and scoring. The team has been so welcoming. Uh, so it's been easy for me to get comfortable um, and learning from these guys. man. Like I said, guys that I've been watching for the last couple of years. Uh, Reggie, Bled, um, and all those all those type of guys, man. So to, to have the opportunity to, to get on the court uh, that first game, man, and, and get in and actually hit my first shot, man, it's, it's everything I dreamed it would be. Um, shoot around, like, all of that, man. It has been, like, amazing my whole time being here. So I think that's the only thing I can, I can say to describe that. 
a loaded Nets team. I mean, you check in against James Harden, Kevin Durant in the game, two of the greatest scorers ever. You're just balling in the G League. Now you're competing with some of the best ever. What was that like? I think I was more surprised after the game. Uh, like in the game, man, I'm so, I'm so tuned in, I'm so focused that I wasn't even like looking at it like, oh, this is Kevin Durant, this is James Harden. Um, but then after the game, man, you see the interview that Kevin Durant did, he actually brought up my name saying I was an integral part of why we won. So I'm like, man, like that's that's something that every rookie would like to hear, uh, especially coming from Kevin Durant, who arguably the best player in the world right now. So um, it was fun, man. We actually came out with that win. So it was even better for us to get that win. Eight points and 18 minutes off the bench in a win, like you said. KD, for the fans, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll mention what he said. Xavier Moon came in and hit some shots. And then, of course, he listed other guys who helped as well. They playing guys that up from the G League. And Xavier Moon came in and had some shots for him. And Keon Johnson, you know, like James Ennis, William Gabriel. I mean, they all made an impact, I felt, on the game. And I think we came in too chill. You, straight from the G League, making an impact. One of the greatest of all time sees it. That's just incredible. Um, was it hard to find a rhythm coming off the bench, not being so used to it? You're used to playing full games in the G League. Now you're coming off the bench. How does that go? I've adapted to it well. Uh, obviously, it's not my first time coming off the bench, so I know how to I know how to uh, adapt to it. Um, and it's it's pretty much the same as starting the game. Um, but you just get to watch the game. Uh, you get to get a feel for the game, see how the defense is playing. So when you come in, man, you're picking up right where the first unit left off. You adjust perfectly well. Uh, the game after that is stat sheet stuffing kind of game against Minnesota. 13 points, four rebounds, four assists, four steals on six of 13. Then after that against New Orleans, another 10 points. Tell me about those two games and really getting buckets in the NBA. How did that feel? That felt amazing. Um, just being comfortable. Everybody tell me to be comfortable, have fun. Um, Ty Lue gave me the freedom to shoot the shots that I've been shooting. Um, and like I said, man, just having fun, man, and just trusting my work. Uh, obviously, I love to get to my mid-range. Uh, I, I knocked down a couple of threes, so it felt good to make some shots, uh, get a couple of rebounds, a couple of assists, and a couple of steals. Um, and it, it gives me that confidence to know that I can play in this league. And assistant coach Brian Shaw, I mean, he's a five-time champion, I believe, three as a player, two, of, two as a coach. He played and coached Kobe and Shaq. You know, he's been around the league for a really long time. He gave you your kudos after one of those games saying, Xavier belongs in the league. He has a good feel for the game, plays hard, gets off the ball at the right time, and just competes. It's a matter of the right fit, and I think he's going to be here for a long time. How does that make you feel? Um, I don't even have words for that. Um, I know I just know watching the video and then hear him say that, and him actually giving me an opportunity to play um, after I didn't play in that Toronto game. Uh, he, so he gave me an opportunity to play. And then I feel like I proved myself that I can play in this league. Um, and then for him to say that after the game, man, to give me all the confidence I need uh, to help me to what I do, do what I need to do to stay here. So you got Shaw as an assistant and, of course, head coach Tyron Liu, NBA champion as a coach, champion as a player. What's it like playing for him? Oh, it's fun. Um, real laid-back coach. Uh, like I said, man, he just wants you to go out there and have fun, play hard, compete. Um, on both ends of the floor. So I feel like it's easy for you to do your job when you have a coach like that. Him as a former point guard, former player, is that different than being coached by a non-former NBA player? Because they know the ropes, they know how it goes. So what advice did he give you that first game checking in? Uh, just be confident. The game that uh, he actually told me that I would play a lot in, uh, he called me the night before. And he was like, man, I'm, I'm going to play you some minutes tomorrow. 
Uh, just go out there and just be comfortable. Uh, be play how you played in the G. You don't have to walk on eggshell because I'm not that type of coach. Um, so just go out there, have fun, man, and play with confidence. So any coach that gives you that level of confidence to play with um, is an easy coach to play for. Because he's been through it. He knows, I'm sure, uh, the butterflies in your stomach at that moment. Did you even get sleep after that, man, knowing you're going to really play in the next game? It's crazy because I actually called my uncle, and I was like, I just got out of the phone with Ty Lue. Like, he was telling me I'm going to play tomorrow. And I turned on every light in my hotel room. Like, like he could see me, and it was just like a regular phone call. But I was hyped after he told me that. I'm like, man, this is what I've been waiting on, uh, this opportunity, and I'm going to take full advantage of it. And I feel like I did that. Everybody knows the chip on your shoulder. Just learning about you from our last episode. Does coming in as a G League player to pro teammates, veteran guys, do you feel a need to prove yourself even more to them in practice? You have to. Uh, I feel like every level that, that you get higher on, you have to prove yourself. Um, that's on and off the court. Um, showing that you can play, showing that you can compete at a high level, um, and just being coachable and being a good teammate. So I feel like all of that plays a part in uh, being in being in the league, not just what happens on the court. I heard you mention Reggie Jackson and Eric Bledsoe before. What's it like playing against them in practice? You're going against G League guys to these veteran guys who, you know, have made deep playoff runs and are real bucket getters. What's it going like against them in practice? It's crazy because we haven't even had a practice since I've been here because <laughs> we've been playing so much. Like, we play every other day. Uh, so we might have a game. Say, like, we play tomorrow. And then we have to travel to uh, New York, and then we play the, the day after that. So uh, the travel schedule is, like, real hectic. Uh, so we haven't had really many practices. But uh, being able to learn from them guys, like Reggie, uh, me and him have a great relationship. Me and Bled have a great relationship. Um, so they pretty much tell me the same thing, just get in there, have fun, man, and, and do what I do. A couple of recent Clippers games that I've watched was that 25-point comeback against the Nuggets, which was insane. And then last night's overtime uh, loss against the Nuggets, Jokic went off for like a 49-point triple-double. Tell me about those two games and why Why the Clippers always get into a slugfest with the Nuggets. I have no idea, man. But being here, those are probably the two best games that I've watched. Obviously, the one in L.A. Uh, is a little sweet. We got the win. Um, but last night, man, it was like a playoff atmosphere in there. Um, everybody was standing up. Um, after the overtime, you know what I'm saying? And um, I feel like we, it came down to the stretch where we, we could have won the game. Um, but, I mean, obviously things didn't go our way. But those, them last two games against the Vegas, man, probably been the best that I've been a part of. And as a fan of basketball, they've been amazing to watch. And who's been a guy since you've came up who you really become close with on the team? Uh, Reggie, yeah, like I was saying. Like watching him last year, what he did in the playoffs uh, to help the Clippers. And then actually being here now and then getting a, getting, getting a chance to know him as a person, um, he's probably the person that I've grown closer to the most uh, since I've been here. And obviously, he, he's always in my ear. We're always talking. Uh, I'm telling him what I see. And when I go in, he tells me what he sees. So I feel like we've built that great relationship. In the crypto.com arena, it's almost weird to say, you know, I'll say Staples Center. You got Steve Ballmer, the team's owner, multi-billionaire. And then Jerry West, executive of the team. Have you dealt with either of those guys, or have they given you any advice? We, I mean, I talked to Steve a couple of times um, while we were getting breakfast at the crypto. Um, he just said it was, it was great great to have me here. Um, he's been watching me, and I'm, I'm a pretty good player. So that's got, that felt good coming from him. And um, I had a, a conversation with Jerry West, too. 
he pretty much said the same thing. So it, it's got to feel great coming from those two guys. Oh, for sure. I mean, one of the legendary humans ever because he's a multi-billionaire and Microsoft guy, then that's Jerry West, which is crazy. Uh, Xavier, is it is it a huge jump from the G League to the NBA, pace of play, skill? Definitely skill. Um, everybody is athletic once you get to the league. So, I mean, that margin for error is, like, real small, very minuscule. Uh, the the longer I'm here, then the, the, more, the more confident I'll get and the more playing time I'll get. So then it'll be easy for me to adjust uh, to whatever I need to adjust to. You're now in uh, NBA 2K as well. How does that make you feel seeing yourself in the game? And were you a gamer growing up? I never played video games. Never. Uh, I owned a couple, but I never really been a, a big gamer. I'm a, I'm an outside type of guy. I like being outside. So uh, once my uncle told me, like, hey, bro, I just played with you on 2K. And I'm like, what? He was like, you on 2K? And then he sent me a picture of me. I'm like, man, I have no choice but to get the game now. But I used to say, like, all the time, like, I, I won't play 2K until I'm on 2K. And here we are. Yeah, of course, on the game. A teammate of yours now on the Clippers, and he was on uh, the Clippers G League as well, Amir Coffey. He's really been balling out, making a name for himself over the last couple of weeks. What can you say about his progression and how he's going to help the team more and more going forward? Man, he's, he's had a huge impact on some of these wins that we've got uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, and I definitely think he deserves a contract, to be honest. Um, he's gotten a lot better since I, I was watching him last year um, in the G League. He's gotten a lot better as a player. So I feel like he definitely deserves a contract um, as long as he keeps keep playing how he's playing now. Paul George and Kawhi kind of on the brink of coming back. I saw Paul George another month or so until he's back. Kawhi probably the end of the season. With you on the lineup, other guys like Coffee stepping up from the G League and whatnot, Brandon Boston, those guys mixed with Kawhi and PG, a healthy Clippers team, how good could they be? Mm, it's a very high ceiling, a very high ceiling. Um, like you said, there's a lot of guys on this team that can play um, when given the opportunity. Um, I feel like we all gel together. Um, I, I haven't even been here that long, nothing but a month. But I feel like when I get in the game, man, we all complement each other. So I think that's the biggest part of playing with uh, guys like Paul and uh, Kawhi. Just being able to to complement them and what they do best, and then just bringing whatever the team needs to help get win. And have you had interactions with them recently? Are they at practice? Are they on the sidelines right now? They haven't had a chance to be at practice, uh, mainly because of their recovery. So um, I know Paul, Paul and Kawhi was at the first couple games, and then they had to uh, they weren't allowed to be around us because of their recovery time. So I'm sure recovery time and COVID has to do with that as well. And Xavier, sure. uh, uh, a kid from Goodwater, Alabama, makes the NBA and is balling right now for the Los Angeles Clippers. If I told you that back then, what would you tell me? Man, I don't know. I don't know if I would have believed it back then. Uh, but it, it's been a great feeling, man. It's been a great month. Um, I'm enjoying myself more this month than I have in my whole career. So I'm just enjoying the moment, every moment, man, and, and looking forward to getting back on the court tomorrow. And I asked you this in the last interview, and we'll finish with it again. Now that you've been in the league about a month, when we look back at this interview over the next one to two years, what do you hope to have accomplished in that period? Hopefully I'll be able to make a name for myself in the league, um, however that may be, whether that's as a starting point guard or if that's a backup point guard. Um, but I'm definitely here to stay. Um, even if I, even if after the, my 10 days are up, uh, on the 23rd, even if I go back to the G or I go to another team, I'm definitely here to stay. Yeah, man, just keep fighting. You know, even if they do send you back and 
they don't keep you could prove it again to a different team which would be incredible and definitely well deserved and that last question last time i asked you that your goal was to make the league and you did so hopefully it all comes true yes sir i appreciate you all right xavier congratulations on all the success i'm keeping my fingers crossed that you get a guaranteed deal keep on killing it making a name for yourself i'll be watching it's a joy to watch an inside buzz guy on tv every night so keep killing it my man sir thank you for having me for xavier moon i'm mikey domegala and that was episode 35 of inside buzz Find all previous Inside Buzz episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, subscribe here on YouTube to watch them. I also have to give a shout out to Connor Filippo of Filippo Media, who's Xavier's PR manager. Shout out to him for setting up me and Xavier last month. Here we are a month later, and Xavier's made some big progress over that month. So congratulations to you, Connor, and of course, congratulations to Xavier.